Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. Hey, just when you thought no more rocks could be cracked for rock splitting politics, there's more rocks than we've ever seen before coming at you every day in a news cycle. And what's going on? Well, you got Doc Holliday's rock splitting politics right here on webtalkradio.net. Glad to have you. And I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. And listen, the rocks are splitting. This is the month of October, the month of Halloween, the month of trick or treat. And what is going on? Well, that's what you're listening to Doc Holliday's rock splitting politics for because it's a little bit crazy out there. How crazy is it? There's one song that I can say sums up last week, and we're going to get into what this shifty shift is doing and Quid Pro Joe. Now, just who is Quid Pro Joe? Well, keep on listening. I think you know anyway, but take a listen to this song that sums up what's going on in American politics right now in Washington, D.C. And, of course, that's the crazy Beatles song, Helter Skelter, from the 1960s. And it last week, you can just say it's Helter Skelter. And the Democrats and Republicans tooth and nail fighting. And we have got some show uh, clips to play today, let me tell you, that uh, will probably help explain what is going on in this world of craziness. And one of the things that... On top of all of that, with the Democrats and the liberals and the leftists in this in this uh, three ring circus that is the Congress, because the Democrats are in control of the House. The House of Representatives is where the circus is. I can't say the Senate is much better; it's much quieter over there. And uh, maybe we need some more Republican senators standing up for what's right. But I'm telling you, one of the things that's hard to believe is the depth and uh, and the number of ongoing stories that are interwoven. And some of them were weaved in 2016. Some of them are happening today along with what is going on in the presidential politics. And one of the things I got to tell you last week and all the mess and all of what uh, the mainstream media and all of Washington is talking about, there's something I'm going to play a clip of something that, to me, is the undercurrent. You know what I'm talking about? The undercurrent, the undertow. You ever been out in the, uh, in the ocean and on the beach and you get out there and you get what they call that undertow that pulls you down the beach? Or um, 
you'll be in one place and then you'll notice you're going down the beach where there's an undertow going on that nobody's talking about and that uh we've we've uh presented here on doc holiday's rock splitting politics several times but in all this i missed of going on this what did donald trump do he went to <laughs> the east room of the white house in a room full of young black americans and he said something here that is i i wonder if you'll catch it i wonder if you'll catch it this is the chess game that donald trump is playing because of he knows the way the media is see if you can catch he says something that's not quite right and i'm going to tell you about it after this clip but listen to it and 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 the fact that he's in a room full of young black americans uh just take a listen to this Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States, accompanied by the Vice President of the United States. So I've been doing this for a long time. That is the loudest I've ever heard anything in this room. You just broke the record. Unbelievable. Well, I want to thank you all, and I have a lot of friends, but... <laughs> and this is a place, 1799, it was built. 1799 started off with number six, John Adams, president. and. So it's a long time. It's the White House, so we love it, and it's an honor to have you. But you really did. You broke the sound barrier. I've never heard that. I've never heard it quite like that, and I appreciate it. We love you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm honored to welcome everybody and these incredibly talented and unbelievable patriotic young American leaders. You're going to be the leader somebody I would be almost willing to bet, maybe even willing to bet, somebody in that audience right here, right in front of me, is going to be standing here someday. Yeah! I think so. But, uh, you've got a good shot. You're going to have a good shot. You've done incredible work to get to this position, and I have tremendous respect for it. Now, first off, all the people who called Donald Trump a racist, does it sound like a racist? who's here in a room full of young African-Americans saying one day one of you will be here? Would he not be working against them if he was racist, if he had a problem with their skin color? And yet you won't see this in the press. And I, I thought the response of these young black Americans was wonderful, the way they clapped, called USA, and they appreciated the president and what he had to say. And you can go to YouTube and listen to the whole 45 minutes. But I, but there's a, I told you, listen closely 
listen closely. You have to be sharp. And this is how sharp Donald Trump is. They like to call Trump an idiot. They like to call him a numbskull. He is brain dead. I mean, all the terms the liberals say to him. We're going to play some liberal clips here from MSNBC in a minute, talking about uh, last week. But I, I want you to understand, this is what Trump has to do. He made a mistake. But it was not a mistake. It was a mistake on purpose because this is this is what's going on. No one will ever play this clip of President Trump in a crowd full of young black Americans. And they don't want to play it anywhere, but they will play it if he makes a mistake. He made a purposeful mistake. I believe this is Doc Holliday's reason. I'm just showing you how smart, how sharp President Donald J. Trump is. And maybe another media uh, group has caught this, but uh, I'm putting it out there because I know I just this is how in tune President Trump is. And listen, he said, hey, this place was built in 1799, talking about the White House. He said, number six, I believe, number six, that's John Adams. Well, he's uh, John Quincy Adams, but it was his dad, John Quincy. Adams the the first he was the second president that's who moved into the White House but he knows that but he knows the lame stream the the fake news media won't ever won't ever show a clip of him with a room full of African Americans young African Americans enthusiastic for Donald J Trump they would never show that so he purposefully made a misquote a mistake when he said John Adams, number six, was the first one in there. He knows it's John Adams, number two. John Quincy Adams and number six. But he wants the media to show what a, they play a clip when it looks, makes him look dumb. They play it over and over. So he, he doesn't mind if they play that clip because he's in a room full surrounded by young, enthusiastic African Americans who want Trump to be reelected. So take that, put that in your pipe and smoke it, uh, all you leftists. I hope you do play that clip. Show how wrong he is and say in 1799, John Adams number six moved into the White House. He knows he made a mistake <laughs> because you, you will only play mistakes on the fake news. Mistake and fake news. That's all that gets played. Therefore, he's playing you. I hope you play it over and over and over. But that's why Donald J. Trump is unlike any president we've ever had before. Now, let's get to shifty shift. Last week, we found out that uh, so-called whistleblower, we can't even call him a whistleblower because he didn't whistleblow anything. He heard somebody's hearsay. And then when we get down to it, number one, uh the the president is not part of the intelligence community. Whistleblower can only blow uh, whistle on an intelligence community. So that's one mistake. Another thing is they found out the whistleblower marked a block that he had not contacted anybody else. Hey, but he's wrong. First, he contacted. We found out he contacted who? It was the intelligence committee, not the whole committee, only the Democrats of the committee. And uh, got information to Shifty Schiff, Congressman Schiff, who's the, who uh, up to this recording is the chair, uh, chairman of the Intelligence House Committee. And 
uh, I hope he has to step down. You remember Nunez did a little something that it, the minority did not like a year ago when the Republicans were in charge of the House Intelligence Committee, and they forced Nunes to step down in something that was far, far less serious than what Shifty Schiff has done on several occasions. Number one, he's lied about uh, not uh, knowing anything about the whistleblower. He knew about it before it was ever sent to the inspector general. Now, that is not the way it's supposed to be. The inspector general is supposed to be the first to know. So we got a lot of problems, a lot of problems with this dude. Uh, listen, uh, Shifty Schiff, and last week there was another uh, person called uh, a new name for former Vice President Joe Biden, Quid Pro Joe. Now, what about that? What's going on in the Ukraine? Wow, that's why the events are turning and meshing like some kind of uh, Halloween soup broiled by witches. You're talking about this uh, Joe, quid, quid pro Joe Biden. And uh, wow, uh, we, we, you've probably heard the clip where he said that he, he was going to take away a billion dollars. Now, if aid wouldn't be coming to the Ukraine unless they fired a prosecutor who was about to investigate his son, the, the board the the company that his son is sitting on a board making fifty thousand a month on in the Ukraine. So wow, uh, yes, there was a lot going on between Shifty Shift and Quid Pro Joe last week. We're gonna get in that. We're gonna have some clips. Uh, like I said, I think I will start out with a clip from MSNBC on second half of the show. First, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on WebTalkRadio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. Listen, tell your friends and neighbors, just like I said, we, we got a growing audience because you're telling people and you'll hear things here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You won't hear anywhere else, including what I just told you about the, um, in the room full of young, uh, black Americans in the leadership summit when, uh, President Trump purposefully I believe, I don't have any inside knowledge, but I, I just know how smart Donald Trump is. He made a mistake on purpose so that they would play it because it's the only way any liberal outlet will ever play uh, him in a room with young, enthusiastic black Americans who are calling for his reelection. And I think that's very masterful. And listen, the there is a book out called Bedrock Truths. It's a book. In, in this time of sliding and breaking rocks and where what what's the values what's moral well uh get the book bedrock truth so you can you can see it right on the front page of uh our uh, web talk radio radio show right here rock splitting politics you clip on the cover of that book it'll take you to a website and you can order that book along with other books for sale there so we'd love for you to do that and uh get some for your friends and neighbors and i'll tell you what <laughs> One of the things that's very interesting to me is this whole entire Washington establishment, what's going on now. It's just, a, it's more than crazy. Like I said, Helter Skelter is really the, the, the theme song of Washington, D.C. right now. And I bought my ticket. I'll soon be going to Washington, D.C. And I'll, I'll give you some firsthand reports when I get back. But letting you know, uh, soon and very soon, uh, we'll have some reports on 
uh, what's going on inside the beltway i'll go there directly and so i can report to you some of the things i see and hear and put it right here on doc holiday's rock split and politics so continue to tell your friends and neighbors about rock split and politics send the links out and we appreciate that now not only we appreciate our listeners we try to give you some things that you won't hear anywhere else with the commentary and the clips and put it together so that you'll be more informed and better informed to go out there and stand up for what's true in America, stand up for liberty, stand up for freedom, stand up for what you know we need to do, and you realize that we are on a journey. There's times we'll be disappointed, times we'll be stepped on, times we'll be kicked, times we'll get a punch in the gut, but the thing is you stay on that journey, we keep journeying ahead, we'll have politicians that will disappoint us, every politician will disappoint you at some point. But we got to get enough conservatives in there. And when we can't get the conservative won't, we need to get the mediocre uh, rhino we need over a Democrat. Some people say a rhino is no better than a Democrat. I'm telling you, it's all hands on deck now for re-election of Donald A. Trump. And we got to start now. And we got to start making sure that in these swing districts, places, we've got to get the House of Representatives out of control of Nancy Pelosi and these impeachment idiots. And that's they said, put us in charge of the House and we will do things that will make America better. Impeaching President Trump is wasting time. It's not not making things better. It gets impeached. The, the Senate will not try him and throw him out of office. They're wasting Americans' times and it, it not only wasting the taxpayer money going through this shenanigans, $40 million wasted on a Mueller report and, and, and they still want to say there's collusion. And I told you last week and weeks before, the entire House leadership is really illegit because the Mueller report, the people in charge of that, and it was not Mueller, probably Wiseman and some of those uh, uh, fat cats on the, on the, uh, Mueller committee, whoever it was, but they knew very well there was no collusion early on, early on. They held that thing out, strung it out to make America think that President Trump was in collusion with the Russians and he was an illegitimate president and they needed to, uh, take over the house and, and impeach him. And that's why so much money, so much effort went in, and that's why they drug out the Mueller report. These are the same people who laughed and said, we're going to help Donald Trump get the Republican nomination because they said he is the guy we want because they had to access Hollywood tape waiting. They didn't play it in the primary. No, they waited. They waited. They didn't even play it during the nomination or right after the nomination. They waited that the ballots were printed, and they put out the Access Hollywood tape. They knew they had it all along, and they had it planned. They were going to make it so embarrassing that Trump would resign and, and not even uh, stand for election. Trump surprised them all. Time after time, they think they got him. It is like the old um, woodpecker and uh, Wiley Coyote. And time after time, that coyote thinks he's got the woodpecker, and everything blows up in his face. And this is another time. And I hope the American people will not just try to get a single or a double. It's time to rare up for a grand slam home run in 2020 and get President Donald J. Trump reelected. It's time to throw every Democrat in the House out. I'm talking about these very stable blue districts. It's time to make sure that the conservatives get out and vote and throw these rascals out. Independents, you need to get on board with making sure America has got a path 
for liberty and freedom and justice for all, including the African-American community, which the young people are getting behind the president. I just played you that clip. It's important to know that this country is in the hands of conservative Americans who believe that our best days are ahead. And just like this economy that the liberals cannot run against, it is freaking out these uh, uh, these um, <laughs> these uh, what, what's the word? The the wind blown insides of a cavernous brain because there's nothing inside of it. Okay, take a listen to MSNBC and what they feel like they're fighting for. So the party is still with the president, and that's what you're seeing with Joni Ernst. She's trying to straddle that. It's painful to watch because she knows. That she's acting against her uh, conscience. Uh, she's putting her, her, her political uh, interests and survivability above above what she knows is right. And watching somebody wrestle with that is is painful. It helps to be a sociopath like Donald Trump, where you actually have no objective moral standards, and therefore your conscience is never uh, troubling you. Okay, but historically, Brett, when you look at sociopaths, they are what they are. Ha, huh. see, see how the leftists, they say, we, there's no doubt he's a sociopath, <laughs> and they just assume everybody knows that. <laughs> it's the sane enablers around them that people really start to question. So with things having gone as far as they have, can Mitch McConnell stay in the turtle shell? Can Mitt Romney say troubling but not do anything? Or is this a moment? Well, you know, what, what struck me about that exchange with, with, with Joni Ernst and that, and that, I think, very eloquent woman in, in, in Iowa is that she had been, the senator had been rendered sort of morally mute. I mean, I remember in 1998, during the Clinton impeachment saga, whatever you felt about the, the, the legal question of impeachment, Democrats stood up and said the president's behavior was outrageous, that it debased the office. Uh, I remember Joe Lieberman, the Democrat from Connecticut, calling for, for censure. There was moral language there. The Democrats were able to say this is terrible behavior, even if, in their view, it didn't rise to the level of an impeachable offense what you have now with republicans is they can't say a word they can't say anything because president trump has not done anything impeachable that's the difference and and, and just left wingers just can't seem to get it through their wind-blown cavernous brains okay because they're terrified of the president they're terrified of their base and they've lost the ability to sort of think uh, to, to think in the moral language which is can't supposedly their stock in trade or won't we keep, you know, morally mute. This is a choice. Silence is being complicit. It's like the same argument I hear from those who are saying the president has bankrupted uh, the State Department or, or the way that, that diplomacy works. No one got drafted here. No one's forced into these no. jobs. These are elected officials. These are private citizens who have chosen to work in this administration and are showing up to work today. Oh, so the word a, can't doesn't seem well, look, to make sense. No, you're to me. right. I mean, and sometimes won't. Can you say it? that? I, I couldn't hear you. Did you say? You're right. Oh. You're often right. Okay. <laughs> I just like hearing it. Yes. Um, look, and won't sometimes bleeds into can't and 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 vi uh, vice versa. They're terrified and they're losing sort of a a a. a mental muscle of being able to say, you know what, I mean, here's how Ernst could have responded. Here we have the left-wing radical liberals saying that the, some of these conservatives and these elected officials are scared to death. No, no. Who is scared to death? It is those 
who are on the left wing out of power feeling like they feel the fingertips slipping and they're on a ledge and they are incredibly fearful of the re-election of Donald J. Trump. You know what? What the president did was wrong and disgraceful. I don't see right now that it rises to an impeachable offense, but we ought to be able to condemn as a country Republicans or Democrats behavior by the president inviting foreign interference in our election. And I want to see the results of what we learned from the whistleblower and other people. It would not have been a tough way of a tough thing for her to do. But she's terrified and she's losing the ability to think in in rational moral categories. Terrified of what? Mike Pence seems to be keeping as much distance as he can. He's waiting in the wings. And if Mike Pence were the president, all those things that Mitch McConnell is happy that this administration has delivered, i.e. all those judges, Mike Pence is on board for that. Are you asking me? Yes. I I think what's happened here, if if you go back to 16, The Republicans hated Trump. They still don't like Trump. They've decided to throw in with him. If that flips over, you could have them deserting him. The question is, is it going to flip over? If not, you've got 11 Republicans like Joni Ernst up in 2020 in states that could be swing states who are going to have to answer some really awkward questions from Democrats. So they've got to make some moral choices. They have to make some political choices. We, we titled my book, The Stakes, with a subtitle, The Survival of American Democracy. If Trump succeeds in getting the Republicans to do his bidding, we know the courts are already in his pocket. So ultimately, all of these contempt citations are going to have to be decided in court. So either he's impeached or he's defeated in 2020, or this ceases it to be a, a democracy. Oh, so if the liberals cannot get their way, if the left-wingers cannot have the power and do their own bidding and when they want to with using all the government funds, if they cannot do that, then we don't have a democracy? Excuse me. Listen to the people. The people spoke in 2016. Donald J. Trump won, and you have been constantly trying to impeach this man this president who has shook up our country in a way it needed shook up he's going to continue to do that and it will still remain a remarkable wonderful republic that benjamin franklin franklin told a young lady after the constitutional convention she asked what kind of government have you given us he said a republic ma'am if you can keep it. And that's what Donald J. Trump is helping to do, is keep this republic, the United States of America. This is, this is one of those moments where everything that we care about is at stake. And that's where we'll end that clip. And I absolutely agree with him. Everything they want is at stake. And they want power. And they realize, just like a, one of the, the representatives from uh, Texas that has been trying to impeach Trump since the day he was elected. They said, we've got to impeach him or he'll get reelected. Now, is that a democracy? Is he talking about a democracy where somebody, if we don't impeach him, he'll get reelected? Well, getting reelected will have to be at the hands of the American people, and that's where the power should always be. Now, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, I told you I was going to play that from MSNBC, and that was from the uh, Velshi Rule Show. Now, Velshi and Rule Show. Now, let me just tell you that I uh, got a clip here 
that tells you a little bit more what went on last week and all this craziness. Take, take a listen to this. Guy Benson summed up this week by calling it a long month. And if you perhaps had a few other things to do, then enjoy the hour-by-hour developments of the Ukraine inquiry. We'll take you back. Here you go. We see the actions of this president being an assault on the Constitution. Uh, Once we had his even admission to that, we had no choice. Uh, but to go forward. Monday, the House Intelligence Committee delivered a subpoena to the president's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, who had been investigating Joe Biden and his son Hunter's activities in Ukraine. Testimony began Thursday with former Ambassador Kurt Volker, point of contact between Giuliani and the Ukrainian government, as the president insisted Democrats are the ones on a political witch hunt. They're the do-nothing Democrats. They don't do any work. All they want to do is try and win the election in 2020. Fox News obtained Volcker's opening testimony. Quote, new Ukrainian leadership wanted to convince those like Mayor Giuliani, who believed such a negative narrative about Ukraine, that times have changed and that under President Zelensky, Ukraine is worthy of U.S. support. Here is House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff, the day of Volcker's deposition. This president has learned anything from the uh, two years of the Mueller investigation is that he feels he can do anything with impunity. Schiff's statements and the possibility of impeachment didn't stop the president from making a new request of another foreign government. China should start an investigation into the Biden. He also reaffirmed his original ask to the Ukrainian president that started this impeachment inquiry last week. President Zelensky, if it were me, I would recommend that they start an investigation into the Biden because nobody has any doubt that they weren't crooked. Friday, the intelligence community inspector general Michael Atkinson was the second to testify. Congressional sources tell Fox Atkinson says the whistleblower stuck to the rules and that the anonymous official isn't the story. The story, he says, is that phone call and text messages U.S. officials exchanged with the Ukrainians. All right. And for his claim that there was no contact between the whistleblower and his intelligence committee pre-complaint, Chairman Adam Schiff garnered the dubious four Pinocchios from the Washington Post. And so Shifty Schiff did get four Pinocchios from the Washington Post. Quid pro Joe's numbers, the uh, polls show him going down and his uh, amount of money being raised is going down. We got uh, Elizabeth Warren going up. And what happened else last week? Well, you know that um, Bernie Sanders had a heart attack. So is that making Elizabeth Warren the front runner now? Is Joe Biden, every time they mention Ukraine, it's, you gotta, you gotta think of Joe Biden. Quid pro Joe. And quid pro Joe, it does not want to talk about it. It keeps wanting to say, let's turn this on Trump. But uh, the Democrat voters, I don't know. Are they going to stay behind quid pro Joe? They're going to go to Elizabeth Warren? How about Sanders? Is he going to be able to continue to collect money knowing he's had a heart attack? He's uh, the oldest candidate running, and uh, he would be getting close to 80 by the time he got elected at this rate. So uh, the, what, what what's going on? Well, continue to listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We'll keep sorting out the rocks that get split every week and tell you about them. And can't wait till next week. We'll just be kicking off some more rocks that are splitting and falling down the mountainside. So thank you for listening, and God bless you. 
And we'll be here next week for another great show of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you again next week. We'll be right back.